Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 7th of December. I'm not quite sure where December has gone, but we're certainly marching into Christmas. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it's general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, we had a splendid day yesterday with the market up 116.7 points on the ASX 200, 1.65%. A really good day. But unfortunately, we could see a little bit of backing and filling today. SPY futures showing a loss of 34 points, or 0.47%. So one day up, the next day down a little bit. We did see the banks yesterday really showing their strength, a 1.61% higher for the banks yesterday. Resources are not doing too bad given the circumstances, weighed down to some extent by the gold sector and that fall nearly 14% in evolution yesterday on the back of the acquisition and that $525 million placement at $3.80. So resources underperforming a little bit, only up 1.1%. Overnight, we had the Dow Jones closing down 70 points, or 0.19%, 36,054. It had a high of up 168 and a low down 100. NASDAQ down 0.6 of a percent, 83 points, 14,147. And the S&P 500, 4549, down 18 points or 0.39% in the middle Fort Diddle there. The Russell 2000, the small caps, down 0.2 of a percent to 1852. And the VIX volatility index up a smidge to 13. But it was another night of uh, relative calm in the US. Not an awful lot going on, to say the least. The Goldilocks scenario seems to be the dominant narrative at the moment, and uh, the market is going to accept that together with rate cuts as soon as potentially March next year, as the US economy does uh, slow a little bit. We did get some jobs numbers last night, November private payroll data from ADP, but it did offer little or the latest indication that the job market, long considered a pain point for the Federal Reserve, was easing. Uh, So that was uh, on the back of those uh, jolt figures on Tuesday as well. It was the third straight losing session for the Dow and the S&P. And it does look as if the US rally, which was pretty impressive in November, has run out of a little bit of steam. So uh, that is something to consider at the moment. The other big news last night, of course, was the oil price, which is doing an awful lot of work for the inflation rate. Awful lot of work in putting more money in consumers' pockets as well. Falling below 70 bucks a barrel. Down around 4%. It closed at its lowest point since June. Retail petrol in the US is the cheapest it has been since January. And of course, low oil prices and low petrol prices in the US does mean that the impetus to go electric is probably waning somewhat, especially given the uh, extra cost involved and extra hassle involved in buying an electric vehicle. A gallon of fuel in the US is now $3.22. That equates with my rudimentary mass to about $1.30 a litre. So we're still paying a premium over our US friends 
for a litre of fuel. Looking at uh, the European markets, they were firmer. Stock 600 up 0.5, FTSE up 0.3, Germany up 0.8, France up 0.7. Asian markets were a little bit uh, mixed. China still wallowing down 0.1 of a percent, but Japan soaring on pushing higher again, 1.9 percent. Hong Kong 0.8 percent. Japan doing well yesterday on the back of policy settings remaining unchanged according to uh, authorities. Bitcoin continues to power ahead although the momentum is slowing a little bit. Interestingly though although the Bitcoin price rise has uh, been pretty stratospheric this year, uh, volumes and liquidity have been very low. The Aussie dollar 65.48 US dollar index perked up slightly 0.13 percent and we did see US bonds 10 years down to 4.12%. That is a massive, massive fall in their yields. That was poking close to 5% at one stage not that long ago. US two years, 4.6%, and the Aussie 10 year, 4.245%. So that Goldilocks scenario of no more rate rises, now the narrative. So, what is going to be the next catalyst for the US market? Uh, to push higher. Certainly yesterday we did see that pretty impressive rally in our market. We did get GDP numbers out as well yesterday, which helped a little bit. And there did seem a little bit of short covering, a little bit of FOMO happening in places. Looking at US stocks, NVIDIA down 2.3%, AMD down one3 Nutflux down 1.8%, Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, down 03 Tesla up 03 Amazon down one6 Alphabetti Spaghetti down 0.7, Apple down 0.6, having got to a $3 trillion market cap again briefly. Interestingly, the Indian stock market, which has been on an absolute tear uh, this year and in the last few years, is now closing in on a $4 trillion US dollar valuation. So Apple is nearly the same market cap. Okay, a trillion here, a trillion there, but not far off in terms of that Indian stock market, which was $3 trillion only a couple of years ago. The other surprising markets that have performed extraordinarily well this year are Spain and Italy, all up around 25%. So there you go. Those are Mediterranean economies and those stock markets doing well. In the U.S. banks, we have uh, J.P. Morgan down 1.1, Bank of America down 0.2, Wells Fargo and Goldman's unchanged, Morgan Stanley down 0.9, CBA was up 0.9% overseas, Barclays recovering a little bit from that Qatar sell-down, up 0.6%, Deutsche up 0.9%, used to be smart, UBS up 1.6%. And ResMed up 1.9% overseas. Turning to commodities, well, the big story last night was the oil collapse. Good for consumers uh, and uh, good for the economy as well. Uh, in the US, certainly travel stocks looking good. Qantas should be doing relatively okay in this environment. Also, will be a boost to uh, some of the mining stocks if we continue to see low oil prices. They are users of diesel, etc., in their remote locations. So that could help in terms of containing those costs for some of those miners. We had Brent crude down 3.78%, $2.92.74.30.WTI below 70 bucks, 68.88 down nearly three bucks or 4.1%. Gold slightly better, $7.80 up, $2,026. Platinum down 1%, silver down 1%, we had copper down 0.7, nickel up 03 
Aluminium down 0.8, zinc down 0.2, lead up one, sorry, down 1.2%, and ton having a good night up 2.9%. Iron ore was firm in Asian trade yesterday up 1.6%. Dalian iron ore futures up 3.3%. This was despite the announcement from Rio Tinto on the giant Guinea Cementu uh, mine that they have been uh, decades in bringing on stream. It looks as if they will be getting some production out of that in 2025. Of course, Rio in a joint venture with the Chinese on that one, a very high grade as well. So it will play into the new generation of electric arc furnaces, which require high grade iron ore. Coal not doing anything. Uranium not doing anything. Lithium once again uh, smacked in China down 4.6%. Didn't stop our lithium stocks yesterday from having a pretty big rally. Commodity stocks overseas, BHP up 0.7, Rio up 0.7, Glencore up 1.8, Freeport down 0.9, Vale down 0.9, Arbamal doing well up 4.4%, uh, SQM in the lithium space 2.3% higher and Sigma up 1.1%. Oil and gas stocks, though, faring not quite so well. Exxon down 1.3 and Shell down 1.4%. All right, some of the stocks in focus today. We've got Mesoblast earnings. Well, there's an ironic thing to talk about. Expected on today. Perpetual shares were um, up uh, last uh, well, yesterday after Washington Soul Pat has made a $3 billion offer to acquire Perpetual and break up the funds management business. Of course, Perpetual rejected the sole Pat's proposal, saying it materially undervalues the company's various businesses. Well, they always say that. Uh, however, it's a complicated deal. Uh, sole Pat's is already the largest shareholder of Perpetual with a 9.9% stake. And uh, the bid, which was uh, lobbed on November the 21st, was the equivalent of $27 a share or $3 billion, which comprises of shares worth around a billion bucks from Sol Pats and Perpetual Asset Management Script worth an estimated $2 billion, around uh, about a 28.6% premium to the closing share price. So it's going to be interesting to see how that one plays out. Good to see that uh, we've got something apart from Origin to talk about. Sigma Health also in the news yesterday. Uh, shares halted in the trading. Uh, they are pending an announcement relating to a potential material transaction. It looks like Chemist Warehouse will reverse themselves into Sigma. Chemist Warehouse have been looking at an IPO, but it looks like they're going to do a reverse takeover of Sigma and bring Chemist Warehouse to the market for the first time. In other news today, GQG Fund uh, drew in a uh, funds under management, another 9 billion US of inflows to its strategies in November. Uh, the international equity strategies had the largest jump in the funds under management, which rose 3.5 million. Uh, I think that should be billion, actually. And the uh, total funds under management rose from 103.9 billion to 112.6 billion during November. Now, we did see yesterday Magellan with their funds under management rising, but outflows continue. It's important to differentiate between the funds growing because the market is up and the funds outflows, which continue at uh, Magellan. Also in news today, Boss Energy is raising $215 million to buy a Texas-based mine, Alta Mesa, from a Canadian TSX-listed Encore Energy. 
Uh, the cash call was split into $205 million placement and a $10 million share purchase plan. Well, that's very generous, isn't it? Uh, it's being priced at $3.95, which is a small discount. I suspect the way things these things go, you'll be able to pick up Boss Energy at a discount to the SPP. In other news today, we've got Neuron Pharmaceuticals downgraded to a hold from a buy at Bell Potter. Uh, I suspect that's mainly due to the price, which has been on an absolute tear. Target remains $17.50, so that's still above where it is now. And uh, we are also seeing Evolution Mining downgraded to equal weight from overweight at Morgan Stanley. The target price has been increased, however, to $4.50 from $4.25. Given the stock's trading at $3.60, you would think that was just a plain all-out buy. But anyway, 4DX is poised to launch a $30 to $40 million cap raise at $0.79. Cents. Uh, that one is on the cards. Uh, it was also making an offshore acquisition. Bell Potter and E&P, Evans and Partners, are doing the issue at $0.79, cents, which is a 177 percent discount to the last close. You can usually tell which ones of these placements and capital raisings are popular. They do have big discounts if they are struggling to get away and uh, obviously 17.7% is quite a big discount. The proceeds will be used to acquire US medical imaging software company Imbio. Uh, it's, uh, that company is forecast to make $9 million in revenue this calendar year, growing at 112%. So, interesting acquisition there for 4DX, which has had some good news recently. In other news out this morning, Medibank Private, or Medibank Public after the data breach, has increased its shareholding in MyHealth to 90% from 49%. Uh, we've also got Linus has noted the first feed of material from its rare earths project Mount World has been introduced in the Kalgoorlie facility. Good news indeed. Uh, Immutap uh, has received $2.6 million in cash from the French government under its uh, Recherche scheme. And in other news this morning, not a lot to be honest, uh, Star Entertainment faces a six-month deadline to regain its license according to the AFR. And Perpetual, uh, that um, certainly is interesting uh, in terms of that takeover approach from Sol Pats, the Australian is saying there are six parties that could potentially be interested in that, including uh, Regal Partners there as well. My money is still, uh, I think Platinum is uh, an obvious target as well there in the fund management space. It is certainly consolidating in the face of the growing um, popularity, I guess, of ETFs and the growing unpopularity of fund managers, especially if they do not perform. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, the SPY down 34 points, as I said earlier. So a little bit of backing and filling from yesterday's pretty impressive run, to say the least. So um, pause and reset. That's it. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.